What? I I don't under I didn't understand a one word you said. Ron, are you okay? Ron. Ron. Where are you? I'm in a glass case of emotion. Welcome back to another edition of the Power Podcast. This week I'm joined by Bertie. Hey, how's it going? No appearance by Forty. He's um off licking his wounds, and Ham also here with me. Yep. And your ha- uh, host Hamish, not your Hamish host. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, let's get straight into it. In the um, Shield over the weekend, uh, the Guildford Hours going down to the first place Saints, thirty-four to twenty-eight at Saint Mary's League Stadium. It, uh, after last week, not not the weekend we had, but the week before, we had a win across all grades, and this week it it, it wasn't so um, uh, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Everything. Um, <laughs> uh, but somebody that will always um, get us over the line and will forever be my my bow, my beautiful bow. <laughs> the Wentworthville Magpies getting a win uh, in the Ron Massey Cup, twenty six to sixteen over the Western Suburbs Magpies. Um, but Brad Keegan was taking all the conversions this week, um, four from four conversions and one from one penalty goals. Oh, um, be, um, in that grade, yeah, Wentworthville coming up uh, the victors. Maybe they um, wanted to help the other team. That's what it was, surely. Yeah, no, um, our poor, he's, he must have been injured, Bo, because he's not on the team list. We had Henry Rawalui at six and Kieran Heyman at seven playing uh, in the f- number 15 jersey, so must have been a late scratching there. Um, all right, and then on to the Jersey flag. Uh, close affair, but the Eels going down 36-32. Goal kicking being the difference. Um, try scorer is Bailey Biondiodo, Sione Fenua. Bailey Biondiodo for the double, Sione Fenua for the double. Nebatella Evu with one, and Ty Pari. Um, Nebatella Evu isn't there this week. Um, what happened there? There was a send-off as well on two sin bins. Yep, there was. I didn't see the game, so... Oh, I thought you guys were going out to Redfern. No, I had stuff on on Saturday. Well, I'm very ashamed of you, Ham. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you are. Two sin bins, one to Bailey Biondiotto and Aidan Manowski, and one send-off also at the same time, and that was to Josh Cook from the Rabbitohs. Um Now, these games only go for 70 minutes, don't they? Yeah, so it was only like a minute... They were off for something, yeah. what, two minutes or something they were off, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, at the 68th minute, so it would have been yeah. Yeah, close, uh, yeah, a minute and maybe a little bit of change. Um, and we did score a try after that right on the hooter, um, but only making it 36-32. Then into another disappointing result, which was first grade. The Eels going down seven tries to four, 36-24 against Manly try scorers Ethan Parry on debut, uh, Brad Takarangi, um, the Cook Island, uh, what is he, the Watchtower or something like that? <laughs> yeah, Control Tower. Control Tower. <laughs> uh, making no, it three, no uh, four tries this. in two games. No one's calling him that this week, definitely. <laughs> um, Nathan Brown stole one and uh, make a Sevo with a great effort in the corner to get back out of that drought and back on top of the try score tally. Um, but that was about all the positives in this game where we were absolutely steamrolled through the middle of the field. And um, I thought we were quite fortunate to only have the margin be two converted tries at the end of the game. Um, how did you guys see it? Well, obviously, look, the worst part was that 20-minute period where we leaked five or six tries there. Like, <clears throat> and the worst thing was... The the time before that, Bertie and I were talking about it before the before we started here. Like, no one wanted to defend. It didn't matter whether it was a forward or back or whoever. No one wanted to get their body in front of the player. No one wanted to move into marker where Finu, Cherry Evans, and Tom Travojevic just carved us up. It wasn't, you know, the the big forwards sort of helped, but it was the quick, speedy players around the ruck that just carved us up. And I. I I wonder if it's because our centres. I know that sounds weird. It sounds very weird, but our centres don't. You know, if we've got Jennings there at centre, 
you know, we can sort of compress it a bit because Jennings has the speed. He can read the game a bit better than Josh Hoffman. So we can't compress as much. I know that's just an excuse, but it's just something I just thought about, like, you know, we'll spread out a little bit more and whatever. But, yeah, it was, it was just it was soft stuff. It was, you know, what we, we saw it early this year against Newcastle, um, against the Storm where, you know, when teams just get that roll on, we just we can't stop it and we we don't seem to want to stop it and it's just soft and then but then and the thing is but then when we get sort of 50 50 ball we do have the we have the attacking ability to score you saw early on when dylan brown put in a, a beautiful kick that you know ethan parry chased and scored like if george defoe wasn't an, an idiot there it's a drop out anyway so there's a fantastic kick uh, Mitchell Moses 40-20 after that. So, yeah, we just... We need to to want to put the effort that we do in attack into our defence. You know, just share it around a little bit. Yeah, I just... Um, it's just frustrating because I was talk- as we were talking... I was talking to him early on. It's just... We're okay offensively, right? So we can make plenty of metres running the ball and, you know, we get to... It's just... We don't want to defend. We're just we're just a bunch of girls. We want to play touch footy. Like, like I know no one wants to defend. You know, like this, I I played rugby league, junior league, and I hated defense. I hated you know getting off your line. But the best part was driving your shoulder into the guy and making him hit, you know him hearing the sound that makes up. Oh, that's a big hit. Like that was the best part. Driving your sh- like it's just no one wanted to you know man up and it's just and then it, look the way I look at it. Tom Turbo is a better fullback than Gufferson. Now, I might get hate, but if you look at talent-wise, he's a freak. Cherry Evans, he's a better halfback talent-wise than Moses and um, Brown. But Finu, like, I rate Marty, Marty better than him, and just Finu, or whatever his name, the hooker, he was doing, he was running, he was running, like, it, well, exactly what Levi did to us, Finu was doing. And that's just our defense. Like, our ruck defense is shit, and, and once again, it's just, no one's moving up off the line. Like before, we used to rush in, and like Brown does it, but just no one wants to defend, and no one wants to throw their body weight around. And <clears throat> until um, we can sort that out, we're going to expect to have at least fifty to sixty meters um, per set on us. You know, uh, opposition, and yeah, that's the, that's the frustrating bit. And the first try, you look at, it, I think Hoffman, he, he made the tackle, but he takes his time getting up, and yeah, Moses Sully finds Garrick, and you know, he had a field day. It was just. I don't know, it could have just been a bad day because, like, you know, it was uncharacteristic errors like Sivo not going for the ball for Garrick's third, uh, second try. It's just, yeah, it was just uncharacteristic. It was just a bad day. So hopefully one off, but um, the worrying sign has been all used, our ruck defense, and we can't slow the play the ball down. And, yeah. But yeah, you talk, talk about there, um, Nathan Brown, the only one putting in. It seems like him and, in some parts, Kane Evans that are the only two... Because they say defence is an attitude. So, obviously, it's a bad attitude from other players. Like, Nathan Brown will always lead the line in defence. He'll always want to try and put a big hit on. You know, he's, he's the smallest forward we have. And he's the one trying to do something about it. It's not, you know, Junior Paulo as good as he is in attack and offloads and everything. Defensively, he's just... He's very, very weak. And I understand that, you know, being a bigger guy, it's a bit harder. You need to do that. But then... That's where guys like Murata, Tep, Gower has an all right. Gower's all right, but he again, he's not the one you want. You want your, you want your Neokore, you want your Maroa, you want your other guys to put the shoulder in. You want them to hit hard, lead lead the line with Brownie, and they just they've obviously just got a bad attitude because you know as I I don't know I I'm. I'd never really played rugby league, but they say defense is an attitude, and we're just being carved up. So obviously, those guys have a bad attitude. Exactly, and like, like it's 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 the attitude. Like, okay, I'm not a professional athlete, but there were times where I like to defend more when we're on the roll, and it's just. And then there's other times when the big opposition came. I just, you know, not say ran away, but like I didn't even put as much effort. Like, it's just. And then you look at it like we we can we can man up for two one or two tackles maybe three tackles max and then the one tackle we clock off and that's just like both markers getting slow off you know off the ground and then bang the hooker darts out a dummy half and you know and it flips the it makes the, a good defensive set to a bad set and it's just I don't know if it's just um, 
Tech, it could be technically as well because how many times do you see um, our markers getting off the ground slow and they're like slow? Absolutely. Yes. So maybe that's just they're too much emphasis on the wrestle like up top and not on the ground. If that makes sense, because they're scared to get penalised. But there's more wrestle. But I don't think it. I don't think it's even the wrestle up top because you often see it. Uh, opposition forwards get straight to their bellies, um, and you know that's the smart way to play it. If I think um, some teams have cottoned on that post-contact meters, whilst they look good on our stat sheet, um, aren't as valuable as a quick play the ball. Um, and I see a lot a lot in our forwards, they get stood up or they're happy to, to, to stand up to take the tap, tackle um, and keep fighting within the tackle. But sometimes it's better just to get, without, without falling into a surrender tackle, but just getting that quick tackle, making it onto your belly, and then getting straight up to play the ball, because that's what Manly were really able to do through the guts of our um, play, and um, obviously they had success. Um, but I thought that was something, and and that leads to us not being able to get square at marker, because the the def- uh, the, the man playing the ball is already on his belly and straight back up. You can't hold down or go back in, or otherwise you're going to give it a penalty. And where we did try to lay around in the ruck... Um, Manly players are just walking over the top and, you know, fair game to them. If you're going to stay in the ruck, it's either they blow a penalty or you're going to step over it so you can play the ball. Um, so I didn't think they were guilty of stepping off... Well, they were guilty of stepping off the mark, but for a good reason, if they don't um, blow that... Well, sorry, if they don't send them back to play the ball um, on the spot, we're giving away a penalty for, for laying in the ruck. Um, so, yeah, what can we do? <laughs> yeah, we say it there, like... In attack, what you want to do is you want to disrupt the defensive line as quickly and as early as possible. And then once you've disrupted the defensive line, it's too hard to get set and everything. So, yeah, Birdie, as Birdie said, you know, you've one, two, three, we're doing all right. It's just that fourth one, all of a sudden, you know, they're making a half break or whatever, and then we're on the back foot for tackle four, tackle five. You know, and then, then it goes the next set where they put in a big defensive set with a good kick. Then we're kicking from our twenty or thirty meter line. Then they, then next set, it's on the third tackle that they're disrupting our defensive line, and then that's how they make their meters. And yeah, it's just yeah. It, it, another thing that really annoyed. I know it's sort of going away from the defensive part here, and I don't. I, I'm not picking. I am picking on Mitch a little bit, but I thought he had a good game. He he did well with what he had to work with and everything. I'd just like to see him change his kicking game. Because, like, in previous years, we've contained Tom Travojevic. I think we've played him really well. You get him, you kick low and flat, you make him pick up the ball, and then you make him work it through there. Mitch, the way Mitch has been kicking the past season and a half is, you know, your high nothing bomb. Like, every clearing kick is that kick. Now, especially against Tom Travojevic, that's not what the kick you want. You want to be put into a corner. Our best kick of the day was when... Our best clearing kick of the day was when Dylan Brown's got the ball, kicked it straight towards the corner. Tom Travoyce didn't know what to do. So he had to put his foot over the line and take it out, and then they got to scrum 10 metres out. Now, it wasn't... You know, there was, no, there was nothing really in the kick. It was just a game-managing kick. It was a low and flat, let's get down there and smash them. And then in the end, end up being having to be a ten meter scrum, where it's a lot easier to defend from than a, a kick kick return um, kick chase team. So, you know, I just like Mitch to put in a corner a couple times, maybe even you know if he's going to throw up a bomb, put a bit of spin on it, put a bit of something like put a bit of more effort into it because at the moment it's just it's just catching practice for the back three for opposition teams as. There's nothing to worry about with our with our kicking game. It's it's exactly if you if you're playing Parramatta and you've got us trapped inside our forty meter line, you know exactly what kick you're going to get, unless the, that kick is from coming from Reed Marnie or Dylan Brown, and they're only kicking four maybe five times a game. So I'd I'd just like to see a little bit of variety from Mitch. I think that would actually help us a lot more with defence and pinning teams down in air and like they do with us. There's no air time yeah. as well for the oh, mobs sorry. as well. You know, you compare it to Cherry Evans, they stay in the air for like a, a bit longer. But when Moses, when he kicks it, it just goes straight. It's just, there's no air time and so there's nothing for the chasers in. No, um, 
our first penalty of the game. It was the first set from Manly and Gutho, I think, got taken in the air. What was the penalty for? I think it was inside the 10. Inside, inside the 10. The 10. But even then, I th- was it Joel Thompson or Curtis Irinan? It was one of them. I can't remember which one. <laughs> it was one of the on the edge, but, you know, they might have been one or two metres offside. But even if they weren't, they would. They had the time to get down there and hit Gutherson half a second after he caught the ball. When has that ever happened? When have we done that when we're doing a clearing kick or anything? No. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a little, it's only nitpicking. I understand that. And I, again, Mitch, had a, I thought he had a good game for what he had to work with. But I think it would help us massively. Yeah. All right. Oh, what I was going to say is we're most reliant on our outside outside backs and and missing you know those big three, uh, well big two that we've had all season, but then the third one coming in of, of Waka Blake, um, but obviously Fergo and also um, Michael Jennings. You could definitely see the difference between what we could be when they're all fully fit and um, and 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 how we were on the weekend because um, we're really relying on of course Ferguson to make those. Um, meters from the back but also the game um, changing plays uh, in attack and then also Jennings as well with the speed provides some um, help on the edge but their biggest contribution or at least their biggest contribution for mine is their defensive work um, Maker Sivo just looks at C when he doesn't have uh, Michael Jennings as his inside centre and same again um, Brad Takarangi doesn't look nearly as good at centre if he doesn't have somebody like Ferguson outside of him covering up those lapses in defence um, so fingers crossed uh, we can get something um, get those guys back um, sometime soon soon you must see even then Brad Arthur mentioned it as well like in the middle of the ruck, the middle of the lot defensive line, Fergo's not making those tackles. So like I understand out wide, you know, um, he he's defensively good, but what he's going to make what eight, ten tackles a game? It's the people in the middle. You know, it starts with the hooker, it starts with the front rowers and the you know the edge back rowers a bit. They've got to start pushing, going forward, and driving people backwards. You know, and stopping momentum. But you know, as I said, offensively we're great. It's just. Defensively in the middle, we're just soft. And, you know, Des Hasler, like, he, he does, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to realise what's our weakness, you know. And if you go back, some people might say, like, people, I saw people saying that Mandy got a bigger pack than us, right? Go look at what Raiders did to us. Raiders got a smaller pack than us, but yet they're back five in, with Hodgson in behind the rock, and the markets were making plenty of metres. So it's just, I know we sound like a broken record, but it's just the middle. And we, 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 we can see the most tries through the middle, so... Just fix that up and everything else should be, you know, sweet. I don't know what you said, but I just, I sort of heard the last bit of Birdie's um, bit bit of dialogue there. Uh, I think that's why we're going after someone like Christian Welch. You know, he's not, he's not the biggest, well, he's quite tall, but he's not stocky or anything. He's not um, well built, but he's got a good attitude. I think he's about 90% tackling efficiency. Um, there was one play in Origin there where he, he, Knew he was out of position in defence. Um, can't remember who he made the tackle on. I think it was Travojevic, maybe maybe Tedesco. But he got he got quickly back to he wanted to, he rushed back to marker and then saw Cook was darting from dummy half. So he, he got him. That's that's exactly what we need. We don't we don't necessarily need a big forward who's gonna who's gonna you know dominate in a tackle. We just need someone in there who's gonna get in defence and work hard. And I think that would help. A lot, especially starting. Um, that way, you can give Junior, um, you know, getting not making a few less tackles, but giving the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, you got someone there to help Brownie. I, yeah, that's. I would just. It's that. It's the middle. If we, you know, what if we give away two to three points per game on average, but we make up by you know conceding one to two tries less in the middle. That's that's just what we need at the moment. And I can see why we're going after the, the someone like Welch there um, to fix that problem. All right, well, I think that wraps it up. Uh, hopefully they can put this behind them and get back to that winning form. Um, as we've discussed before, now that makes the equation four wins, three losses to make the eight. Um, and we'd want to be in the top half of the eight because we don't want to be playing away. Um, I'm I'm not very confident on top four. <laughs> no, I don't ah. think we'll make top four, but if we get five or six, yeah, 
you know, we get that home semi. Uh, I think it would be absolutely packed because like, when we had our home semi at uh, ANZ, there was 40,000 people there against the Cowboys. I think it's the biggest um, final in Sydney since 2009, the last time we played, you know. So if we can get that home semi-final, uh, Parramatta Stadium, it'd be, well, it'd be capacity. There'd be, there'd be, wouldn't be a seat left in the house. There'd be people outside watching it. So yeah, if we we need to get, if we want to, if we want to make it to at least week two, we need to get five or six. If we get seven or eight, I'm, I'm I wouldn't be so confident. All right, well um, let's move on to. There wasn't really too much news this week, is there? There's of course. Um, Sean Lane hasn't been dropped. He's got a finger injury, um, and that's why he's currently out. Um, but there's nothing else other than, yeah, potentially Welch being somebody that we're um, going to be looking at signing, and that, that's about it, really. Yeah, I'm trying to think. No, it's just a quiet news day, to be honest. Or news, news week. Yeah, bad news other than, week. Other than, of course. Um, the, the NRL's first female ref having a, a pretty good day out there. No clangers. Um, no real clangers in our game, which was good. Although, although one thing that I did want to raise, which I thought, if Takarangis wasn't a try, do you think that would be constitute a penalty try, considering that Tom Trevojevic led with the feet? It was like a Billy Slater-esque that well, I thought um, it was, attempt. I, thought, I personally thought it was a, a potential eight-point try, because uh, yeah. a potential eight-point try is a, a foul play in the act of scoring. Now he was coming across feet first, while Takarang was scoring. So to and he made he made contact with his ribs, if I'm not mistaken. So I thought it's foul play after scoring, like that one bit when you score, then it's foul play. That's what I was thinking. No, I don't no because um, then Stoney's would be a, a, a potential eight point try, and yeah, that's, yeah, no, it's in the act of scoring because uh, if you remember the great one in the the. Storm Dragons Grand Final where the but that's a penalty try he didn't score the try there oh that's correct sorry do you remember a few no years I've got it around the wrong way when Bryce yeah, yeah, Gibbs right. did it against Luke Burt he Luke Burt scored and he in the act the contact was after the try was scored he literally need him like if that makes sense like after he grounded the ball that's, that's what I, I was yeah, like it's in the act yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's it's a weird one but I I thought it was a potential eight point try I mean. You know, it means nothing in the grand scheme of things, but, you know, going up by uh, 14 to 6 rather than 12 to 6. Oh, wh- yeah, one thing I, d- I did want to bring up was, um completely forgot about it just until now. It's, you talk about the little things in a game. Um, Sean Lane, when he dropped that ball, when he got tackled by uh, Cherry Evans from behind, I think it was. I can't remember who it was. But, you know, if he hits that, he he's hitting a hole there. He would have been through. You know, all of a sudden we're on the attack, we've got the momentum. So it's that little thing. It's that little attention to detail there where, you know, you need to grab that ball. It's, it's yeah, that. unfortunately, he's he's had a bit of the, the penis hands recently with um, Penny Terrapo out, Sean Lane's taken up the mantle. Oh, by the way, Manly, Manly fans, you want to give us shit about winning? Listen here, you celebrate 15K as your biggest crowd for the last 10 years. Please, we get 15k to opening training session, so get on our level, bitches. <laughs> See you in That's a couple right. of weeks. We've got the return f- fixture in round 25, yeah. and given that it's played away, and if the history of last year <laughs> is anything to go by, it'll be us putting 36 points on them in reverse. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right, so next week we've got the Shield, um, which is kicking off with the oh, Guildford Hours. Before we, before we go on our women... Uh, when he women lost their um, final against the Tigers, yeah, that was last week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You didn't you didn't bring that up, did you? Oh, sorry, I thought that was the week before. No, you're, you're correct in that. Unfortunately, in the corresponding fixture, after be- besting them the week before, um, going down to them in the following week, which is their first final match. But I understand it was also the West Tigers women's first um, finals match as well. Um, I think this is their first year in that grade as well, too. So, um, unfortunate for the women, but a massive improvement on the year before. And um, it'll only get better with more um, caps under the belt and um, and more time in the park. All right, well, let's jump into the Shield next week. Guildford 5th up against the 
EC Eagles. Who the hell is EC? East Campbelltown? Is that it? Yeah, East Campbelltown Eagles in third. 1pm on Sunday, the 28th of July at McCready Park. And then over to the Ron Massey Cup, which will see the Wentworthville Magpies having a bye. Um, so, well-earned rest there, and hopefully I can get Bo Henry back on the field the week after. Um, then in a very early game, because it's being played over in New Zealand, um, and this is the one that we complained about not too long ago, yeah. why are we playing the yeah. flag over in New Zealand? Yeah, and beggars belief, but uh, what can you do? Warriors in ninth, taking on the Eels in 11th. Um, North Harbour Stadium, 9am on Saturday, the 27th of July. Um, is there anything you wanted to... Um, Tyler Field making his debut after being selected for the uh, Australian Schoolboys team along with Sam Louisu. Uh, so good on that. both those boys. Done well. Uh, Tyler Field being selected there. Um, oh, and Albert Etuati Fave also making his debut off the bench. Um, he's a prop there. It's a pretty big bench if <laughs> when you're looking at it. you got... Um, three props and Jaden Yates who also plays lock hooker or a prop also so um, yeah I, I don't know I, I, it's hard to get this team because to me I've seen these I've seen a lot of these guys since they were uh, 15 16 years old or you know coming through the grades and everything there's there's talent there there's a lot of talent there but they're just not putting it together I'm not sure if it's due to um, combinations constantly changing with uh, Fanu being injured and um, Biondiodo being out, Taipari being out. Um, I also noticed Kyle Schneider. I'm not sure if he got injured um, on the weekend or what it was, but I hope hopefully he hasn't been injured and it's just sort of maybe a pr- possible promotion there. Um, a lot of forwards in and out, backs in and out, in and out of positions. So, yeah, I just... I. Yeah, they should be doing better though. They should be doing better, but I'm not, I'm not sure how to grasp this game because I've no idea anyone in the Warriors team. Maybe Paul Turner. I first think I've heard that name somewhere. Yeah, so unlikely that they'll make the finals this year given they've only got four wins on the board and eighth position is on seven wins, but also with a draw. Yeah, there's no um, chance of ex- making the finals this year. So I maybe that is why we've... Again, hopefully Kyle isn't injured. Hopefully it's a... A promotion to reserve grade for him this week, even though he hasn't been named. Uh, then on to the um, curtain raiser uh, on Saturday, the 27th of July um, at Bankwest Stadium and also televised on Foxtel. So it's the game leading up to first grade, 12.45pm, Wentworthville Magpies in seventh, taking on the Warriors in eighth position. Uh, just quickly run through... Oh, Bevan French is not in the team. Is that indicating something? Um, <laughs> um, I asked. I asked. I haven't got any information, but maybe next week. <laughs> we might hear yeah, something. Yeah, well, there we are. Yeah, well, it seems likely that he is um, heading off to England. Um, it was Wigan, those, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe that's what Forty mentioned. Was it Wigan or was it St. Helens? I can't remember. It was whoever um, Jackson Hastings gone to. Yeah, Hastings went to Wigan Warriors, so... Um, that could potentially be potentially be it, um, but let's have a look at these teams because uh, what what happened on the last occasion? I can't remember. The Warriors got a no. We got a win right on the bell, did we? I can't. Um, I can't quite remember. Wait um, one second. Anyway, I can tell you. The last but I'll game, just go through the team list while you're getting this up. Twenty six sixteen. Oh, you got it. And to who? To the who, Warriors. To the Warriors, yeah. But they're missing a couple of players from that fixture. Um, so let's just look at the Eels. Uh, Will Smith at fullback on the wings. Dunster and Greg Lalesiwau in the centres. Ethan Parry moves back. Um, we'll get you in that on first grade when we do the team list. Uh, Ham. Uh, Josh Bergman also at centre. 5'8", and halfback are Jamin Salmon and Reese Davies, respectively. So Salmon moving back so we can have an all-forward bench in first grade. Then... On to the forwards, Tim Manor and Stefano Otui-Kamanu are starting props. Matt Mickelrick at hooker. And then the second rowers are Andrew Davies, Celesi Fyinga and uh, Hiroti as lock. The ex- interchange bench is Eli Roberts, Mitch Butfield, Darice Miller and James Porter. 
Um, but with the Warriors, I can see in the halves, they've got Adam Keegram and the Hayes Perham. So they're already missing their, um, their well, half-back because Keegram played six last time. Um, so that'll be um, interesting um, to see what happens there. Um, but you can get that one on Fox if you've got Fox um, from 12.45pm. Or just on go down to Parramatta Stadium. Exactly, be there for the curtain raiser because the first grade action starts at 3 o'clock. So if you get down there, you get two games of footy for the price of one. How good's that? Perfect. Love it. If only we had Meant three games for the price of one. Yeah, exactly. That's another, but unfortunately, that's another, it's another day for a discussion. Yes, for, <laughs> for some reason they've decided to put... Well, they haven't played... Have they played a flag game before first grade this season? I can't, I can't recall, or at um, least not at, not at Bank... Uh, yeah, not at Bankwest. No, not at... Um... No, not a Bankwest. No, because we played... They did have one at ANZ, yeah. ...against the Roosters, I'm going to say. Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, good team. Uh, um, disappointed with the dropping of Ethan Barry. Uh, with Jamin Salmon there, I think it's a lot better for him to be playing 80 minutes in reserve grade rather than uh, five minutes in first grade. I'm not sure what the what the deal is there, but he needs his hands on the ball and he needs to be running around there. Um, Stefano promoted to the starting team. I like that. Um, I would have liked to send him in the 21 this week, but again, that's for a later later in the pod discussion. Um, but good to see him there. Um, and also James Porter. Uh, he's a young prop from the 20s, so he's making his reserve grade debut this week as well. And just before we do get to first grade, sorry, um, one thing I forgot to mention in the news is that the tickets are now available for the Rugby League World Cup 9s if you're a, a member. Um, so if you want to get down there for that, I think I'm looking at picking up. I think it's for two days um, pass just in your general admission seats. It's something like 70 bucks. Um, yep. So I, um, or, because I bought my tickets last night, um, I don't know what it is. It's not on, it's, it's on, the, ticket li- it's on the ticket list, but it's not on the map. Um, general admission alcohol free. I know you probably don't want to have alcohol free, but it's twenty twenty dollars cheaper. Yeah, fifty bucks for the two days. Um, so I think it's the first night. It kicks off at about six o'clock with opening ceremonies from like five o'clock or something like that. Because um, I was looking at it today to see whether I had to get the Friday off, and then um, Saturday's an all day affair, kicking off from early in the morning. So. Um, I don't know if Lebanon are going to be able to name a squad, but <laughs> yeah, other than that, it, um, the pools have been announced. It looks like it's going to be a nice affair, and if anybody enjoyed the regular nines, I'm sure this will be um, uh, another great experience for the nines, and hopefully they bring it back for the regular um, NRL nines. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, the Samoan team. Anthony Milford and I think Dylan Brown could be selected as well, so uh, that'd, be very, that'd be two very exciting players there. All right, well, let's get on to first grade, 3 p.m. on Saturday, the 27th of July, 2019, um, taking place at our home ground, Bankwest Stadium. Hopefully, the um, the anti-curse of playing at Bankwest uh, will be in our favour again. Uh, Eels in sixth, taking on the Warriors in ninth position. Um, so, we have, uh, I think, Warriors are three points back. So, if we win, we put ourselves five points ahead of them. And plus, uh, for and against counts for double, as in the amount of tries we score is uh, equal and opposite to the amount that the Warriors concede. Um, so, let's jump into that team list at fullback Clint Gutherson on the wings, Makasivo and Josh Hoffman. Um, so, as we touched on, touched on Ethan Parry, Back to reserve grade. Ferguson still in hospital. Um, I don't know if he's still in hospital, but still battling that knee infection. Uh, but then that opens up the centres. Brad Takarangi and making his club debut. Walker Blake um, at number four. And then in the halves, Dill Brown, Mitch Moses, props, Kane Evans, Junior Paulo, Reed Marnie at hooker. Murata Niakore in second row, taking starting second row, taking over from Sean Lane, who has a finger injury. And Manu Ma'u the other second rower, and then Nathan Brown at lock. The interchange bench, Oregon Kafusi is back in first grade. Daniel Alvaro back in first grade. David Gow, Tep Maroa, extended, uh, sorry, reserves are Jamin Salmon, Andrew Davey, Tim Manor, and Ethan Parry. And then just quickly, I'll go through the Warriors. 
uh, uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek at fullback on the wings, Beal and Malmalo in the centres, Hiku and Blake Ashford. Sorry, his his photo on RL.com, he's got like a Jufro. It's um, <laughs> disturbing. have a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the halves, Cody Dickarina and Blake Green. Props, Ignatius Parthy um, and Leeson Aumau. And then hooker is Isaac Luke. Uh, second row, Adam Blair is a Papali'i. And Jazz Tavaga at lock. And then the ex- interchange bench is Burr, Lasoni, Afoa and Harris Tavita. Um, so they've opted for the um, super sub, Harris Tavita. And the extended bench is Pompey, Keegren, Sal and Sate. Um, so after you've looked at that photo, um, how do you see that coming out, Bertie? Do you like some inclusions, like some admissions? It's a bit of a blowout, isn't it? It's like the Paulie D from Jersey Shore blowout. It's not good. <laughs> um, wait, hang on. This is first grade A. Yeah, that's yeah. right, Bertie. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, good to see uh, uh, Wanga Blake in the team. You know, um, just over the years, like, he's got the great combo of size and speed. Like, he's not Jimmy the Jet speed, but... When he's in the clear, he's just those long, he's long strides, and it's good to see him back. Um, I'm obviously upset that Parry is 21. Highly doubt he'll play, but uh, I just, in a way, I'm looking forward to the season's over because if the season's going to come to an end, like because the sooner the season ends, the the most likely the deadwood, the you know the ship players will be gone, and some other players get to go. But um, yeah, um, I'm actually. I, I don't know how I feel about Jamin Salmon. Like I know he wants to. He, 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 I think he's perfect value on the bench, but we're gonna get five minutes as Ham says. It's not worth it. And uh, other than that, um, thank God it's back at um, back at home because uh, yeah, we need to get a dub. And certainly, think we close to guarantees getting to win at a home game. But um, yeah, I just I think we should win. We've got a better forward pack than them. Um, it's just, it's just once again it'll come down to um, Roger Tuivasa-Shek and you know whether or not he'll have a another like sort of Tom Turbo like performance and be a difference maker and yeah, just a hooker. We've got to watch out for him as well. So yeah, I don't know, man. I haven't given too much thought about this game. Him? Um, yeah, very disappointed with the dropping of Ethan Parry. I thought, um, you know, especially going up against uh, Ken Malmalo. You'd want a bit of size um, on that wing, you know, because that's they haven't got the fuss. They haven't got fuss or two there, so you know they're gonna go left, pretty much. That's where the side Hiku plays. That's the side Malmalo plays. Um, that's the way they're gonna go. So uh, Hoff and um, I assume Wanga Blake is gonna be on that side of the field. Um, need to be on their defense at their defensive best. Um, I'm not sure if they're good. I'm not Are you sure. sure it'll be that way? Because Brad's been playing right centre. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know. I have no idea. I was thinking that before. Yeah, it like, could be Brad and Hoffman and then Walker and um, Sivo, Sivo on the it, left. It could be, but I, I, I'm only thinking it's going to be Wunga Blake on the right because Jennings plays on the left and, you know, I assume that when Jennings is back, he's not going to be taking Wunga Blake's, Wunga Blake's uh, jersey there. So I, I, I assume it's Taker. I assume... Wang is going to be over right, Takarangi over on the on the left. I don't know. I assume whoever's on that side of the field needs to be on their defensive best because, yeah, again, the Warriors, that's the way they're going to do it. Mamalo um, up to last week was um, top try scorer along with Sivo there, so they need to be on the game there. And, and again, you look at uh, edge back row. Uh, Manu Mao and Murata this, both this year have been playing right edge. Both are starting, so... Do you put Manu back over on the left to rejuvenate that combination of Manu and Taka that we had in 14 and 15? I don't know. So uh, that's, that's an interesting part to keep a, an eye on. Uh, I thought about it, but I was, I was disappointed with it before of the bench of I love I like Kafusi in the team. Danny's played well to come back. Gower is doing really well. Tep, not so much. But, you know... As, as a general, I thought, I looked and I went, you know, they're going with pretty much four props, right? Because Gao's been playing in the middle, Tess has been playing in the middle. So, you know, are we going to see this week 
more interchange, like we're going to keep Murata and Manu out on the field for 80, maybe potentially 70 minutes. Gower, Kafusi and Tep, you might be able to shift around there to put on an edge. You know, because we had such a poor showing in the middle last week, are we going to see shorter minutes from our starters and like constantly, and that's the only interchanges we're going to make. We're going to leave Marnie out there. We're going to rely on um, just hoping that a back doesn't get injured there. Um, you know, is that a way to combat the, the poor performance of the middle there is to give them less minutes, get them on and off quicker, make make sure they're refreshed. It's it's yeah it's it's an interesting one. I personally I don't like. I th- I do think you need again. I think Fish should be there, but I think Fish should be used. I think you could use him if you're going to play him a dummy half. You could move that around and everything. But it is interesting that we've gone with basically a four middle forward bench and. Well, you'd have to think either Gower or um, Tep Morrell comes on for Murata at some point. That, that's how I see it playing out. Yeah, you'd have to think that because, you know, Murata, he was doing well at the start of the year play. He was doing all right at the start of the year playing 80 minutes. Maybe, um, would he get 30 on the weekend? Something like that. Something, yeah. It was um, maybe they're sort of lim- limiting his minutes there to sort of ease him into first grade a little bit because I know, you know, Defending on the edge is a very tough place to defend, and he started the year there um, defending for 80 minutes. I think he played about four weeks in a row. We played about 70, 75 to 80 minutes. So um, it is interesting that we've gone with a all, and especially because we've got. Um, I don't, I don't understand the extended bench then, because you've got. I understand Salmon, Davey, and Ethan Parry. Don't understand Tim Manor there. You've already got four props. It's <laughs> going from 14 to 17. Why do you need another one, the extended one, you know? Why not put like a, a Dunster there or a Will Smith or, you know, something a bit different? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right. Well, for mine, it's looking at running that traffic when you're inside 20 at Cody Nicarima. Um, his defensive positioning and, and well, just defence in general on an edge isn't particularly good, um, especially if he's going to be part, uh, paired with Blake Ashford um, or something like that. You'd want Nathan Brown or, if it's the other side, Mitch Moses throwing short balls to that uh, uh, second row, either running an outline or an inline. And I think that's where your points will come from. Um, but back at home, they seem to be a different team. I hope they can keep that up. Um, and... Yeah, we've got a couple of home games coming up, so um, in the run home. Um, but I really think they can they can get a win here. Um, but they have to show up again, as we discussed in the the review, with that mentality that they want to get in there, they want to hit players, they don't just want to coast. Um, they've got to be up for the challenge and be ready to stick it out for 80 minutes because we know the Warriors can score a quick try from anywhere. Um, so they can't let their guard down at any point in the game. And, you know, Roger Tua de Vassashek at fullback, he's just um, a workhorse. Sorry, I missed your, your cutout for me when you said who who are you targeting, targeting on the edge? Oh, sorry, that would be um, uh, Cody Nicarima. Cody Nicarima, right, right, right. And um, potentially Blake Ashford if he's also defending on that edge. I think I, that's well, where you'd really yeah, get some joy. I know that Ashford would be on the right-hand side because he could usually plays on the left for them. Um just going back there, you, you're trying to isolate someone there. Um, who would you put, who, out of our second rowers, who are you going to put on the left? You're putting Murata or Manu over on the left there? I think you'd put Manu over on the left. I'd like to see Manu running off Nathan, uh, Dill Brown, sorry. Yeah. Um, so, or, you know, you could even have Nathan Brown come out and play a bit wider and run some of those lines too. Yeah, well, see, I'm, I, I like the way Murata plays. He's very, like, he's sort of, he's Penny Terrapo-like. He's just sort of when he gets before he gets the ball, he's hitting at 100 mile an hour. He's hitting the defensive line 100 mile an hour. His lines aren't they're not Sean Lane. Sean Lane runs fantastic lines, but he hasn't got that speed. I, w- I would like to see if you if you want to target that left hand side a little bit, the right hand side defense of the Warriors. Put Murata over there and get Dilda. You know, just show him. Or get Laney to say, this is the line I run, this is the line I run from Dill off this one, um, you know, when he does this or this. And you get Murata running that just hard and fast line, 
And if it is Cody Nakarima on that side, whatever side Cody Nakarima is on, I'd play Murata there. That's yeah, I don't disagree with that, to be honest, because you saw early in the season, um, it recalls back to that Penrith game where he was just, you know, poking holes in there. Um, left edge defence, us attacking on the right edge. So I, I don't think you go too wrong depending on who you want to play on either side. Yeah, because you get him and then you can do... Um, if you get him hitting a short ball, that opens up Dill a little bit more too. Whereas I think Moses, he doesn't really need anyone there to open up for him. He can pretty much... He's got the speed and sort of the football now. So, I'm, you know, if he's going to run, he's going to run. He's going to make a blind break whenever he wants. Um and I think with Wanga, if Wanga Blake plays on his side, I think that'll open up Mitch a lot more with, um, you know, just that outside presence of a big player who can run a line, who can, you know, make that half line break there. Um, that'll help him. So, yeah, I just, yeah, it's it's an interesting one because our edges could be key to this one, but they were poor in the last game, so they really need to step it up. And if they can get, if they can generate a bit of like a half line break, or generate a bit of ruck speed there, our halves, I think, can really damage the Warriors. I, I, Dills, I think, you know, he had his worst game I've ever seen him play um, against the Tigers. He made three errors, you know, whatever. But then against the against Manly, he made 150 metres from 11 or 12 runs. Um, you know, that's... You know, if you're making 150 metres, you're expecting to see a centre or a winger or a prop in that position. You're not seeing... You know, the number six next to those numbers. So, And especially behind a beaten forward pack as well. Absolutely. I just think, you know, Dill's going to grow in confidence. He's going to... We need to get the ball in his hands a little bit more um, in the coming weeks leading up to the finals. I think he he could be really opening this game up. All right, well, let's get to first try score, eventual score, Birdie. Uh, first try scorer, I'm going to go for Boy Morata. Um, he's starting, eh? Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm going to go with him. <laughs> um, I don't know, he's going to run over all of them. Um, uh, Wonga Blake will get on the, on the score sheet, and uh, Dylan Brown will score as well, so I'm tipping Eels will win uh, 22 to 6, if I got that right. And... Um, yeah, it's going to be, hopefully, obviously, whether if, if it's going to be a good uh, dry track, you know, um, plenty of um, side on the sideline. Like, that's what we did against, what have been Canberra, was it, or some, some other team we did, we went literally from side on the sideline and it troubled them a lot, so. Broncos. Yeah, no, Raiders. Raiders, yeah. Raiders and Broncos. Yeah, so, um, yeah, a lot of, lot of fast pace. Um, yeah. I'm, actually, you know what I wouldn't mind seeing them try and do? Kick early. Kick on third and get, like, our pacey, like, you know, our, our fast players just running chasing for the ball, so, yeah. Well, it's something that I have saw, saw the Knights try and employ against the Warriors is kicking either on the third or fourth and putting it into touch um, to take out Roger Tuivasa-Shek, keep playing it from a scrum base 10 metres out from their own line, and that really takes out his um, ability to duck and weave. Um, but, sorry, Ham, your um, first try scorer and eventual score. Uh, just before I do, yeah, I, you know, kick early third, fourth, um, right in behind Mount Milo, big body, uh, turns a little bit slow, but if you can get him trapped, and then you got um, Jared Beal. I know two of Arsashek is a freak, so you know you don't want you really don't want him returning. But if you can get a set, if you can get him returning on second or third rather than the first, that's a that'd be that's big. So if you can get him behind Mal Milo and get um, either two of Arsashek rucking it out from the corner, or again from a set from a set start and go from there that's what we need to do we need to yeah yeah it's yeah it's it's simple stuff that's what you should do for every team really but the warriors you know that's you especially us go with our ruck defense here they're one uh one seven and nine so that's oh well at the moment the warriors one and nine two of us are check and uh isaac luke if they jump out of dummy half and they've got a quick play the ball there that could really be bad for us um, first try scorer though, <sighs> Mike Sivo off a, an attacking kick. Um, and the score at the end of the game, well, we average about 30 there, so I'll say 38 with a draw. It's going to be a dry track. 
Uh, in the afternoon, nice and sunny. Um, three games back in after a bye, I think we're going to start hitting our attacking straps. And yeah, 30, 38 to 10. Marcus, if a first try. All right, well, I'll go with one of the second rowers, Maradonia Corey, to score that first try. And Eels 30 to 16, Victors eventually. And that's right on the line of um, our <laughs> victory at <laughs> West Bank <laughs> 30 points. Um, but yeah, just need a turnaround from that those effort levels of last week, especially in the defensive side, um, to get back on track. But as we've touched on, uh, Eels' different team at home. And um, where we said Tigers um, a couple of weeks ago, they're not going to lose. Uh, they're not going to beat themselves. Warriors are certainly a team that can beat themselves, but we really need to beat them into submission um, rather than um, hoping that they'll just fall over and things will come easy, which we've been prone to do um, in the past against teams that we really should be um, getting a win against. Well, that's the thing. They're in ninth, aren't they? They are. So, yeah, they'll be, you know, as much as the Warriors can, they're, you know... They're a bit of a beaten to like. Once you get to them, you can get right underneath them. You can beat them, but they're exactly the same. If they get, if they get a sniff. You know, if they could be rolling, they could be right on top for this game. They could be, they could be up for it. So we need to make sure that for the first twenty, thirty minutes, we're not, we're not dropping the ball. We're on the attack. We're kicking early, getting our sets complete. We're playing footy as well. We're not just, you know, completing for completion's sake. We're doing something with the ball getting in behind them, making them, getting Isaac Luke to make tackles. Because if, you know, if we can get him making 25, 30 tackles in the first half, you know, they've got to bring on uh, Chanel harris Tavita, who's a halfback playing in the dummy half there. So, yeah, we we need to target him, make sure he's doing a lot of defensive work. Well, you um, think if that's the case, that bring... Chance Tavita into the halves and then put Cody Nicarimo, who's played a lot of bench hooker in his time at Broncos, into the, the number nine. You can do that and then, you know, you exploit that defensive, weak defensive combination, uh, mid-game mid, mid, mid game change there. So, it, it yeah, it, it's all couch chair, it's all uh, couch coach stuff, but, yeah, we just we just need to turn up, especially after... You know, being smashed and the forwards and especially the bench forwards need to make it their job of not letting five tries leak again. I know it's a different bench, but, you know, you've got Kafusi coming in, Navarro coming in. They shouldn't be thinking, you know, it was the other guy's fault. You've got to think, well, I want to change the perception of us coming off the bench and not leaking five tries. I want to prove why I'm in first grade. I want to prove why, you know, my defense is first grade is first grade standard. All right, so that leaves us with seven games to play. Um, we're in that sixth position. Really need to hold on to it. Um, the best way of doing that is getting a win on the weekend uh, because in other chasing teams, Newcastle Knights have a home game against West's Tigers. You'd think they'd probably get a win there. And the Penrith Panthers, they're up against... Um, who are they up against? Uh, the Raiders. So, And they're without their um, marquee man. Uh, Bill Kickow, breaking news, has been um, found guilty at the judiciary of a shoulder charge missing two weeks because he for the charge. Um, so go the Raiders this week. <laughs> and <laughs> go, John and also go, go the West Tigers. You know, that put me in a real bind there, that one. But um, anything to help us out. Um, yeah, and who else? Manly. Manly have got a game against the Storm too. So, ugh. nah, I can't go that far, can I? <laughs> I, I you could. You can. You can. <laughs> well, hopefully they just both um, self-immolate and implode and I know that the stadium just, uh, it's the scene from um, Batman Dark Knight right, Rises, is that the one where the, the stadium just co- collapses into the ground? Burning okay. your man there, I don't know. You what? Sorry, what? That, I, I was thinking that scene from the Dark Knight Rises where the, the oh, um, bane is it, so blows up the stadium and it just it yeah, uh, nah. disintegrates between, beneath the player's feet. Yeah, no, I'm a Marvel guy, so I don't watch much DC films, so... Oh, there you are. Um, well, anyway. <laughs> Marvel Man through and through. Hopefully one of the listeners um, gets that reference, or otherwise, um, yeah, I've led you astray. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and then, um, so, Bertie, what, what else has been happening? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, work, a lot of work, and um, nothing much on Twitter. Just, uh, oh, 
yeah, nothing really happened much on Twitter. Just um, we're just waiting for NFL season to start. I think they some some teams are going back to training camps now. Um, uh, a lot of hate actually for the exhibition games in Australia between the um, U- Team USA. A lot of their big name players that were um, sorry, that's my alarm. A lot of big name players um are pulling out like. So a lot of people, a lot of a lot of um, Australian fans are um, complaining because they're spending you know thousands and thousands of dollars on you know air f- um, accommodation flights and tickets, and now instead of it being like a really uh, good game between some top players, it's just literally like a it's gonna be a shit uh, contest. So yeah, maybe it's a lesson to people not to spend too much money on exhibition games because you know um, nothing's ever guaranteed. Like, I'm still shitty for paying for a. a um, pay-per-view uh, it was Amanda Nunez fight when she pulled out you know, and I only paid 50 bucks for that so thank god I didn't blow like you know 2-3k on that um, game but yeah other than that yeah that's it let's catch me on Twitter Bevan Heaven 1 and yeah over to you Ham I don't, I don't take directions from you sorry I only take directions <laughs> from our eternal leader over to you Ham thank you um, <laughs> yeah again nothing I don't really do much to be honest with you um, just follow me on Twitter. Get into an argument with me on Twitter. I got a few Manly fans riled up by saying their stadium's too expensive, which 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 it is. And I don't know why they thought that was a thing to get, attack me for and say that Parramatta don't deserve a new stadium. Well, as Bertie said before, we get the crowds. You just had sixteen thousand there, where it's your biggest crowd in have in your entire club's history. So you're the ones that don't deserve a new stadium. Continue with the one where you let homeless sleep on it. Um, just throughout the week, there, yeah, just follow me on Twitter um, at hamsamish22 and uh, EPL's starting in 17 days, I think it is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, three, yeah. three weeks. Yeah, so you got your Optus uh, Sports part. Is it still on Optus? Yeah, it's still on yeah. Optus. Yeah, well, they bo- didn't they bottle the World Cup with their coverage and they just had to put it all, all games over on SBS as well? <laughs> yeah, the World Cup was pretty boring. I I, when it first got onto Optus Sport, I, I didn't like it and was pretty um pretty bad streaming, but it, it works well now and West Ham play uh, Man City first game. It's the, well, it's the 10th of August over here, so I'll be able to 9.30 watch the Mighty Amers. There you are. Um, and then, um, last bit of news. Uh, what, what What's for us? Yeah, the, the women going out in the uh, netball final, unfortunately. Um, but then the big one in the swimming yesterday. Um, oh, yeah, Mac guys... Horton. Good on him. Yeah. Um, standing up to that uh, drug cheat. Um, We're going to get who, Chinese for bots. somehow. <laughs> Let's be honest. Do any of you guys know it was even on? I don't even know it was. Uh, there was an event what, on the tour. swimming, the yeah. world championship. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, my, my my brother-in-law's a swim coach, so I sort of yeah <laughs> get I that part for of the it. for the pan packs. The what? Pan packs. Don't watch swimming, mate. Only every four years when it's the Olympics. That's it. <laughs> Is Ian Forbes still there? Who? No, Ian no. no, 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 buddy. Um, all right, and and um, the golf was pretty good over the weekend. Finally got out on the course for the first time in about three months, and um, had a bit of a hack. Not as ha- not as hacky as the three guys in front of us. Fuck me! Like I thought I was bad. Jeez, Louise! <laughs> I've never seen guys hack worse. <laughs> um, but that 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 was plenty of fun. Um, and then, what, any other big sport coming up, guys? Uh, no, Tour de France still going on. If you want to get up at yeah, crack of yeah, dawn. If you want to watch more drug cheats, <laughs> race. <laughs> no, it's it's all it's all fine these days. It's all clean now. It's all clean. Right. It's forever clean. Just like wrestling's real. <laughs> um, all right, well, that'll wrap us up for an, uh, <laughs> still another real, still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that'll wrap us up for another week of the Para Podcast. Oh, and and catch forty at um, forty twenty on Twitter. And the Cumberland throw um, for all his written stuff. Although, yeah, you definitely want a more than a glass of whiskey if you're going to read the musings this week. Also, um, um, on his whenever Forty writes a blog, just spam the comments saying um, "Bring back Forty Twenties Amateur Hour." Just spam the comments. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think that'll ever come back. Um, nah, but it's the man. He's fighting the system, and they're just they're bringing him down. 
go to All defeat right, well, the man. Well, let's go defeat the man, and that'll be 17 New Zealand men on the weekend. So go the mighty Blue and Eels, and hopefully we'll see you down there. Yes, go the mighty Blue and Eels. Blue and Eels. Blue and Golds, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. See you later. Have a good one. Yeah, ladies.